Opening program parameters. Player code established. Welcome to the program. A production of TheMetalRobot.com Nobody cares about the robot gimmick! Just start the fucking show already! Ugh. Humans are determined assholes. This is the Metal Robot Podcast. Initializing post-playback. Welcome to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast, a podcast about all things metal and everything in between. We've got a different episode this week for multiple different reasons, the first of which being that this week sucked more than a porn star-themed Roomba, but also just me being uncharacteristically lazy this week, which I think given the circumstances, I'm totally okay with. So today, here's what we don't have. We don't have news. We don't have reviews. We're just going to be sitting down and talking about the best power metal bands of all time with Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise, as suggested by you. As well, we continue our talk with Scott Wilson's Demiricus about the hiatus, the drive to return, and what the future holds for the band. I was actually going to talk about that new Decapitated album, but it just seemed way too easy to make fun of cancer culture for 10 minutes. So who knows? If you want to hear more about that, let me know. But all this and more, so let's not waste much more time, and let's get into the show. I'm Tom McKay, and this is the Metal Robot Podcast. You're listening to... MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast. Tom McKay here of the Metal Robot Podcast, joined by my good buddy, Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise once again. How you doing? I am phenomenal, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And you know why I'm doing fantastic? Because you're getting laid. <laughs> that doesn't compete to today's topic on the podcast. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm, I'm sure many people are thinking, what? could possibly be better well Uh, let me tell you what's better power (laughs) sorry i started off with that (laughs) (laughs) what's better than anybody getting laid is power metal i'd say um more specifically european power metal oh absolutely yes absolutely you cannot you can't go wrong with European power metal for sure. Of and the reason why we're talking about this is because on socials and even in the last episode of the podcast, uh, I put out, I, I teased a little bit that we were going to talk about the best power metal bands in existence, whether mm-hmm. they are active, not active, uh, whether they are new or old. I didn't care. I wanted to know from you, the listener, what the best power metal bands are. Are And in between the last episode and now, we got quite a few responses. Uh, From all the responses, I got a few questions. (laughs) Okay, questions. Yeah, the big one, of course, is how much do people love Blind Guardian? If the answer answer is not yes, then you're wrong because... If you're a fan of power metal, you at least tolerate Blind Guardian. Right. You can't hate. Blind Guardian. Exactly. Either- like at the bare minimum, Blind Guardian is at least tolerable. At the yes. bare minimum. But I was kind of surprised because when I posted the uh, the photoshopped photo on uh, socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I used Blind Guardian as yeah. an example of like, hey, what are the best power metal bands? Here's an example of a power metal band, right? I yeah. figured I was going to at least get one response like I usually do from the, the example band, but I got like almost everybody that responded said Blind Guardian. Like they gave a list, but Blind Guardian was in that list. I think my favorite response had to be on Facebook uh, okay. where Chris Whitby of Hellbore responded with um, uh, the exact comment was, quote, Blind Guardian, Blind Guardian, Blind Guardian, Halloween. Oh, and Blind Guardian. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. But but I was I was kind of shocked, like, holy shit. And even uh, Lycanthro, which is a power metal band out of Canada, even responded with Blind Guardian as one of the responses. Blind Guardian, thankfully, was not the only response we got. They are a great option, though. Holy shit. Blind Guardian. Oh. I the mean, ba- they're like, up wh- there. They're, I think they're up there for sure. They're definitely, okay. like, again, they were the first ones that I could think of, uh, especially mostly because of Hansi Kirsch. I mean, his voice alone, everyone, everyone knows his voice. Like you're listening to wizards. You're like, wait, that's the guy from Blind Guardian. What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Like, holy shit. Like that, like Hansi Kirsch is a fucking fantastic vocalist, stands out from the crowd. And just something about him is like, you can't not hate the fact that he's a fantastic vocalist. Like, I know there are people who maybe aren't into like the higher register kind of power metal vocals but even then people appreciate holy shit this guy is a fantastic singer yeah but 
he, besides that, he's a good storyteller because that's Ooh. the most important thing in power metal is to have that storytelling aspect when you're singing. Exactly. Like the first thing that comes to mind is actually from Demons and Wizards, which is Fiddler on the Green. Fiddler on the Green. The Fiddler on the Green. It's a beautiful song. Beautiful song. Be- and beautiful song. dark but beautiful story. Like it's it's yes. beautifully told. <laughs> It's it's kind of a fucked up story when you really like look at the the actual story itself, but it's beautifully told. Like it's in, you're invested in it at that point, and you can picture it. You can see everything that's going on. Yeah, it's truly a amazing song. And Demons and Wizards have three great albums, and sadly mm-hmm. we won't get a fourth one. I know that's sad. Actually, that's a funny thing because Demons and Wizards was also another response I got. Uh, really? To this, yeah. Which, yeah, I, I, I agree for sure. And I'm, I mean, and I'm, three strong albums is better than none. Exactly. To be realistic. Three out of three strong albums. My yeah. God. Yeah. And it's a shame we won't get a fourth one. But that's, at that point, we can only blame the other guy. What's his face again? John Sheefy. Schaefer. America. Exactly. That's his name. Yes. America. Yeah. John Murica. Uh, John, John America Ice. John Murica. It's the only response that's there. actually funny thing uh, because it kind of shifting a second up here. <laughs> We're kind of like going back and forth because well, I, I just, you remember that SpongeBob meme where it's uh, you know him running to the volcano and back because he's really fast. You remember that episode? Oh god, SpongeBob? yeah. I just thought of it and it's like, want me to destroy one band? Want me to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I remember that too. It's just like that's the fucking shit. Oh my god! If I had to, if you have, I had to, I would, I would have that first one be honestly Ice Earth. I'm not a fan of Ice Earth to be honest. What about you? Um, uh, due to the current state of mind in the metal world, uh, okay. <laughs> well, you I can, love be, you can be honest. Show. This is a, this is a safe space. I this love is the album podcast. Horror Show. I think it's a great album, and okay. the song Dracula is phenomenal. Mm. Besides that. I haven't listened to anything else of Iced Earth, and I don't think I will because of what happened, but I will always appreciate Horror Show by Iced Earth because it is a good album, and realistically, again, you shouldn't blame the four other members of a band for someone else, for one guy being a dick. Like, exactly. And even even with that, like like John Murica, as we're calling him from this point forward, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. he's um say what you want about him, but but he was like a fantastic guitar player. Yeah. Like he like like I I hate the fact that he did what he did. Absolutely hundred percent. But especially with Demons and Wizards, his contribution to the uh to the guitar work yeah. was so fucking strong. I mean, it's half the reason why uh Demons and Wizards had three strong albums. Yeah. I mean, we saw them live, and they were great. Oh, they were, um, they were fantastic! Live. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and they, yeah. I still remember that concert too. They were opened up by uh, Tear. I think uh, they were. Uh, yes, Tear. Tear yeah. from yeah. the Faroe yeah. Islands in Denmark, and then um, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. That, remember, those were we gr- had that conversation because we were trying to figure out if the one guitarist was a guy or a girl, and we couldn't. We figure couldn't it out. tell. Yeah, it was so. And, and, and that sounds bad, but we could not tell for the life. We were sitting there, like we were like enjoying the music. Sure. But we were also we were just like, staring. Yeah, intently. yeah. Because we could, we were trying to figure it out, and he had a twin on stage too, and it didn't help. Yeah, the no. twin you knew, the twin you knew was a guy. The twin you knew, but the, the other, it was just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. It, was, it was rocket science. Do, do you remember what ended up, uh, what clicked in our brains to figure out that it was a guy? I think it was because the vest was so down, far down. Maybe. 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 And it was- so so far down, we can see the schlong popping out. No. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it just starts like slaw, it's like falling out. Like yeah, boom. yeah. Either that or the transition is going really well. No. <laughs> 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 Congratulations. <laughs> This will be the last episode of the Metal yeah. Podcast. <laughs> Next day, canceled. Uh- <laughs> Actually, recently, me and my dad went to a grocery store. We left. Had a really nice person cash us out. Really mm. nice. We leave. He goes, Colin, was that a boy or a girl? The response, of course, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just said yes, but I looked yeah. at my dad and I'm like, 
Dad, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to take a chance and find out. I don't out. know. I don't want to guess. I'm not putting in the effort to find out. In 2022, it's 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 wrong to guess, but um, it honestly, is <laughs> you know, listener, Jeff, if you're offended nope. by this, uh, just please remember that we are two idiots who are talking about metal here. We're just kind of going on tangents. At this That's point. the new game show. That's the brand new game show. Guess my gender. Yeah. <laughs> SNL. There's your skit for next year. Brought to you by Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> We're slapping back prices like Will Smith is. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> okay, back to power metal. Yes, power metal. We kind of got sidetracked for a second there. Uh, but power metal, another band. Uh, this is actually, this was one of your suggestions, actually. This was your only suggestion, I believe. Uh, yes, Stradivarius. Stradivarius. I have never heard Stradivarius' music. Tell me more about that. How them. have you Never heard of Stradivarius, my dude. Maybe I've heard them in passing, but I cannot for the life of me picture like or dude. hear any of their songs. And Colin is currently losing oh his mind God. right now because of it. So Black please. Diamond, Destiny, Hunting High and Low, Fantasia. Dude, this they are phenomenal. They are one of the best power metal bands you'll ever hear. Half the time, I don't know if their keyboardist is a keyboard player or a guitar player. Mm-hmm. It is amazing stuff. Let's start off with a specific song. Do you have a specific song in mind that we should that people should uh, start with? Hunting high and low. Hunting high and Hunting low. Hunting high and low. That is the that is the definition song of oh yeah, that's Stradivarius. That's their like hit, but it is so good. I am Personally, my personal favorite is Fantasia because it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's about the never-ending story movie. Okay. It's great. Mm -hmm. I personally yeah. love it. It's off of Element Part 1. But on Spotify, they did a really cool thing. They combined Elements Part 1 and Part 2 and made it one album for Spotify. Mm. They okay. even mixed. They even combined the album covers. And I'm telling you, dude, it looks Really amazing. And Chico, mm -hmm. please stop biting the record player. <laughs> Colin's cat, cat makes a return. <laughs> yes, she always does. But Stradivarius, for me, I've never been disappointed with any of the albums they've done. Even the older stuff is amazing. And my dude, my dude, the yeah. songs that they do where they don't sing mm -hmm. are just killer. They are amazing. They are great. You have to listen to Stradivarius. Well, Stradivarius, I think that's a that that is a very popular response from you for sure. I did oh, yeah, get that yeah. response as well from uh from Chris Whitby. You know the blind guardian, blind guardian, blind guardian, blind guardian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Whitby knows what's up. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. He knows Shout what's up Chris. with Stradivarius. Okay, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I am curious to ask you this: Did Nightwish mm -hmm. come up during? That? No, they never did. Because technically. If you go to Google, they're a power metal band. Really? Technically. Technically. Even though, they're, even though everyone knows they're symphonic metal, uh, but they pop up as Google. They're mm. one of the first few mm. options for power metal. And it's like, how? Yeah. Misclassification does to happen a lot on the internet. I still remember back uh, not too long ago where uh, Rammstein's Reise Reise was classified yeah. as a pop album on iTunes. Reise Reise was a pop album. According to iTunes, yeah. Even though the second song off the album is Mind Tile, which is about yeah. self-mutilation. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, German pop is off the chains. <laughs> well, I mean, Rammstein is probably the German pop demographic. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of songs, did you ever watch the video I sent you of Electric Callboy's Pump It? Ah, I think I have, yeah. This is like, <laughs> this is not too long ago, too. I saw, I think I saw that. I kid you not. I was just, I was getting ready for a hockey tournament. Right. In Woodstock. I was listening to music off of my TV. Never, never knew about the band. Never knew about the song. And it just popped up. It just played. And I'm looking. I'm like, what the hell? And then I'm watching this video. And I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it was the first ever video I showed my girlfriend. Really? And she looked at me and went, what the hell is this, Colin? <laughs> Yeah, and she's shaking her head like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out what it was. <laughs> See, then, that's that's true love right there. She that, yeah. the fact that you show the fact that you showed her that as the first thing that you showed her and she's still there. I think that's <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. the fact that, that she's still with me after shaking that. Video. <laughs> 
but they have an even funnier one. Oh, oh man, you got, yeah, send me that afterwards. Uh, send, me, send me that afterward, don't you? Even, as soon as I said that, she's like, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, send yeah, me that afterward, done here, man, I because that's, I really do want to see that. Um, Tell me if you know uh, more from these guys. I heard like only their most recent album, not much else from them, maybe in passing, but Halloween. The face heard, of confusion. I, I've heard the first album, I'm pretty sure, probably a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I See, my issue is I haven't listened to a lot of Halloween, so I don't have an opinion on this, right. but they are one of the first ones. So, of course, they have to be in the conversation for greatest power metal band of all time. I mean, I, I heard their most recent one because I reviewed it, I believe, on the 10 Second Purge uh, from like 2021. But I remember actually enjoying the album quite yeah. a bit. Um, like, I don't remember hating it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was maybe a bit longer than it needed to be. But I I think for like the kind of power metal that we were getting, I think that that was kind of intentional or at least that was warranted. Okay. Let me ask you this. Is Hammerfall Vendention or a part of the list? Oh my God. No. (laughs) Really? I don't think they were mentioned, but you're so right. I'll be honest, the fact that it's 2022, they're still doing their stuff and they're still releasing pretty good albums mm-hmm. impresses me. Like I heard the la- the latest one this year. Um, I'm going to pull it up on Spotify because it should be recognized. It should it should at least have its name said. Okay. And I, I feel bad because I forget it at the moment, mm-hmm. the title. But no, I heard it and I loved it. I thought it was great. Right. It was Hammer of Dawn. Yes, yes, yes. Hammer of Dawn. Um. Amazing I did review artwork, that album actually, as always. Mm-hmm. And to follow up Dominion, like, dude, it was amazing. It was great. Mm-hmm. Like, out of the past four albums, our evolution built to last Dominion and Hammer of Dawn. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the 2016 built to f- the last was the least entertaining one of the mm-hmm. four is really impressive because 2019, like, Dominion to me, like, was amazing. Like they started off the album with five strong songs and ended it with five strong songs or six. Or right. I think there's 12 or 10 songs, but it's a strong album. And Hammer of a Dawn, like, yeah, I, d- I might not remember it, but I remember really enjoying it and being really impressed with it. I actually mm-hmm. should download it again and listen to it because there were some songs on there that were really good. Yeah, no, I, I, remember, I remember actually reviewing Hammer of Dawn uh, on the podcast, I believe. And yeah, I think I, I think I had the same reaction. Like this was like a really great, great epic, uh, power metal album. Mm -hmm. And also, I I also could not help but make a joke about the fact that Hammerfall has an album called Hammer of Dawn. Okay. Realistically, if the next album isn't Hammers of the Round Table, I'll be disappointed. (laughs) And it's just, instead of the set of the nights, it's seven different hammers. No, it's gotta be Fellowship of the Hammers. It's gotta be. Fellowship of the Hammers. Yes. The two hammers. (laughs) No, 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 no. Twilight of the Hammer God. <laughs> <laughs> Hammerfall, Order of the Hammers. Yes. Um, no, Hammerfall, Side of Hammer. <laughs> Hammerfall, okay. Return of the Hammers. <laughs> hammer Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a new The last hammer. hammer. <laughs> the last hammer. A new hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the rise the hammer of hammers. Menace. <laughs> <laughs> hammer wars attack of the hammers <laughs> the half-blooded hammer <laughs> the evil dead hammer <laughs> actually this is a question before i get into who else was not was not was not mentioned what genre do you think sabaton falls under power metal i'm power metal they, yeah. i i believe they are power i've seen them live they're mm. amazing but yeah they're power metal they are power metal yes they talk about war, and yes, it could be war metal or whatever, glad- gladiator metal or whatever, but no, it's power metal. Right. It's heavier power metal with a little, maybe like the keyboarding's not like maybe <clears throat> out there. Like it's a mm-hmm. lot different, but right. no, they're power metal. Hands hands down. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I th- I've all, I've heard them classified as heavy metal before. Yeah, I can see that too, but yeah. no, they're, they're power. Because for me... Power metal is a band that specifically focuses on one 
subject and expands it and tells stories through that subject. Like the majority, the good handful mm. of them are about dragons and wizards and knights. Yeah. But then you have Sabaton, which is, yes, different because they're dealing with war and not fantasy. They're a history band. Mm. I mean, I love Sabaton so much. Boom. Yeah, I can see like uh, right above the headboard. Yeah. For those who are listening to this right now, uh, you can't see it. But yeah, he's got a a, a Canadian Sabaton flag there. And it's fucking awesome. They had it for sale at the Toronto show. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's coming home with me. Hell yeah. And I still remember that show because Hammerfall was the opening band. Yes. And still, the greatest deal ever, they were selling flags of the Dominion album for Mm. $40. But for $45, you could get it or you could buy the one that's autographed by the entire band. Mm -hmm. So I put out the extra $5. That's pretty fucking cool. I mean... For five extra dollars? Yeah, I want the one autographed by the band. I don't want the plain old regular one. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with what you're saying there, uh, what you're saying before about, you know, the type of subject matter that power metal usually tackles. Um, like I, the, the cheesiest one is dragon force, which thank God no one suggested. (laughs) I know people like dragon force and I appreciate like their contribution to power metal in the mainstream. But if I had seen dragon force pop up, in my request, in my res- in the responses, I would have yeeted my phone into space because <laughs> it's like, no. I'll be huh? honest with you. Someone would have gotten bitch slapped. <laughs> someone would have gotten bitch slapped by Lemmy. This would have been. I'm sorry, but pa- yes, through fire and flames is probably one of the best power metal songs we'll ever hear. Yes, it is true, but. They're not the greatest power metal band of all time. No. Do they have some good songs? Yes, but no. <laughs> they can't even perform the songs correctly live. <laughs> what makes you think they're great? We were talking about like, because uh, talk about like Sabaton uh, being power metal as well as Dragon Force. You know, they were not suggested, which Dragon Force, thankfully, Sabaton's kind of surprised by, but there were quite a few bands I was surprised were not suggested. Like, okay, aside from like a couple I kind of figured wouldn't be, like, uh, like Pierre Maze was not suggested. Um, there was like, that's Ooh. the big one I'm thinking about. Cause they're like progressive power metal. Uh. They're real. Like, they're really good, but it's like, yeah, I can see why they wouldn't be suggested, but love bites. They were not suggested. Who's and love I'm bites? Kind- Okay, now I'm getting why they probably weren't suggested. They're a Japanese power, all-female all power metal band. No one knows Japanese metal bands. Dude, they've, been, okay. they've been on the rise recently, actually. Okay, like, I know they've been on the rise right now, but my dude, like... <laughs> okay, for me, Galenarius would be up there because they're an amazing oh, power yeah. metal band. They are really good. They weren't and suggested either. See, Japanese bands, it's word of mouth. You don't... You right. won't, you'll never hear them unless you hear it from someone else. Like, well... To that, I got to that. I have to slightly rebuttal with X Japan. See, I didn't know about X Japan until I saw a video mm-hmm. saying the top ten Japanese bands in X Japan. I haven't heard I saw, their stuff yet, but yeah, I saw X Japan actually talked about on uh, Global Metal, which is a documentary from Sam Dunn. Oh, actually, hold up. Do you what genre do you think Angra is in? Who's that? <laughs> I'm being dead ass serious too. I don't know who that is. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, moving on. So okay, yeah, no worries. No, they're they'll get give you the chance. Look them up. Uh, um, I think, send me send me a song or an album. Yeah, like they've been around for a while. They've gone they've gone through like they they've they've gone through more singers than, than anybody. I think, but they're really fucking good. Like I can probably pull up. Uh, I'll send you a link to it, but I will suggest. Above all else, look up Omni, the album. The first song that comes to mind from that is Black Widow's Web, featuring uh, Alyssa Whitecliffe. Okay, Black Widow's Web. I'm going to search that right now on Spotify. Do it. It's a really good song. I'll um, download it too. I'll listen to it at work during the weekend. Yeah, they because they're kind of... Yes, I do have to work on the weekend, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I only ask because I think that, because they were also another one that was suggested, but I, I've i always thought of them as neoclassical. Like, I can see the power metal influence there, but I've always thought of, like, 
they were neoclassical kind of thing. I remember actually they they were so close back in 2018, so fucking close to topping the best of the year list that year. Really? Yeah, because they were that good. The only reason they didn't is because fucking Judas Priest came in. <laughs> I mean, okay, first off, that album is the album of the year for twenty nine for twenty eighteen. Not fucking sleep's album. Right. Okay. No. Right. No. Okay, no offense to sleep, but seriously, Judas Priest, a band that's been around for over fifty years. I now, never coming I'll be honest, out with I never a even banger? ended up hearing Sleep's album at the time. So that's why like Judas Priest got so fucking high on the list. I was kind of like, they didn't end up getting to like number one until maybe uh, years later when I did the, uh, the best of the decade. But for that, for that list, they were number three. The only okay. reason they were number three is because Orphaned Land came out that year as well with their album. And of course, Zealand Ardor came out. Oh, which is that, like, that see Zealand Ardor. That, uh, wait, which one was that? Was that the, um, that was Stranger Fruit, I believe. Yeah. Okay. That was a really good album. That was so fucking good. I was, I was like, well, I know Judas Priest is like really fucking great, but like Zealand Ardor fucking killed it that year. I, I got to say that much. Are, are there any, uh, power metal bands that you think are really good that should have been mentioned here? Okay. I'm surprised Rhapsody didn't get mentioned. They never got me- Rhapsody, Rhapsody of Fire. Never, no, no, nothing like that got no, mentioned. No, no. No, Rob City. Rob City. Rob City of Fire. Just no. Rob City. Either way, none of them got mentioned. <laughs> okay, that's surprising. Um, that is surprising. Some good old yeah. Italian power metal. A Man of War of Steel, of course, didn't get mentioned, which I'm, you know. Man of War of Steel. I don't, I don't, do they classify as power metal? Even if they don't, they should have gotten mentioned at least They're once. They're comedic <laughs> power metal. They are yeah. comedic power metal. Either way, they should have gotten mentioned. And the fact that no oh, one did, uh, I'm disappointed. So <laughs> I am so disappointed. I'll be honest. Um... Because <laughs> I have a lot of great ideas, which I do. Okay. Um, okay. I jokingly told my girlfriend that this was mm. going to be our song at our wedding one day, and it was. And then I noticed. I think she's. Then I noticed she was a gargoyle. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> gargoyle. I told her jokingly, yeah, and yeah. she's just like, "What is this?" <laughs> No, even better. She's like, I agree. No, she did not agree. She was just like, No, Colin, can you imagine what she did? Is no. this? Can you imagine if she did though? Like that'd be funny. Oh, actually, oh, there's one band that uh, I forgot to mention you. That was me- there's a couple bands actually that were mentioned uh, that I forgot oh. to mention. Most of them are from Chris Whitby again, because um, he suggested uh, these three, which okay. I know at least two of them. There's yeah. Gamma Ray. There's Primal Fear. And Sonata Artica. I've heard of all three. Really? I've only, yes. I've not heard of Gamma Ray though. How have you not heard? Of, they're like one of the first power metal bands that pop up. I when don't, you type in power metal on Google. I've seen the, I'm sure I've seen the name somewhere, but I've never heard their music. Um, I haven't listened to any of them, but you know, okay. I'm just happy Battle Beast or Beast in Black didn't get mentioned. Really? I know one of them at least was like considered really good. I mean, it's hard to tell the difference between there the two. Is really, I think I actually made that joke too in like the 10 second I mean, when they both, both ended a, up in the same video. <laughs> both have a female lead singer. Sure. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, the one has a guy, but I got uh, so dude, thrown because, off because- No, they sounded yeah. they, they sounded exactly the same. I think because dude, I'm yeah. pretty sure they both have female singers. No, no, no. No? The one has a guy. I've seen okay, the music then, video I don't know why they the sound the same. <laughs> That's an insult to one of the singers. I can't tell which one because I'm they sound the fucking sorry. same. But no, they're the same. Um, yeah. I'm surprised Germany's Freedom Call didn't get mentioned. But then again, mm-hmm. not many people know of them, but they're really good. Actually, you know who I'm surprised no one has brought up? What's that? Power Wolf. Oh my God, yeah, Power Because Wolf. they're taking the world by storm. Yeah, who the fuck did Michelle. not- Michelle! Michelle even said it right now. They're so good. Power, yeah, dude, Power Wolf. What, uh, dear listener, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, to be realistic, I already have it planned that my best, I converted my best friend, Josh, to loving them. He loves them. His mm-hmm. girlfriend loves them. And she never even heard of them before him. And she, when we, I first met her, she goes, so when are we going to see Power Wolf? I'm like, as soon as they come, I'm buying the tickets. No, I I refuse to buy band merch of their of them. Yeah, because of shipping mm-hmm. from Europe. Yeah, plus the the currency exchange. So yeah. the minute they come here, I'm bringing two hundred dollars cash with me, mm-hmm. and I swear I'm going to be dressed head to toe, Power Wolf stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Michelle will be too. Yes. Wait, what? 
<laughs> Wait, what? I like, I will be. When they come to Canada, I believe I was voluntold for this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I did not agree to such arrangements. But yeah, no, like when they come to North America, mm. they they will be surprised with who goes because they have a demographic here. Yeah, and they need to get here asap because. Yeah. There's a shit ton of people who I know, who I've met, who are like, dude, I'm just dying to see Powell. Like, I got so pissed off mm-hmm. because COVID era, 2020, mm-hmm. they were on tour with Amanomarf in Latin America. Mm. So that gave me hope. Like, holy shit, it is possible. They, they could so come up. close! Right? Like, I don't want to have to pay to go to Germany to see them. No one does. If, you it get, if it gets to it, I would. <laughs> I make a good vacation out of it. I would make a good vacation out of it. Um, probably with Michelle. Mm. <laughs> so excited. And, you know, we'll go travel Germany, hopefully go to Munich, Berlin, maybe see the wall or what's left left of the wall. If there's anything of the wall left, we'll get drunk. We'll get drunk. That's for damn sure. We'll get and drunk. Hope, and- Hopefully, if it works out, it will be during Oktoberfest. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Michelle's like, you're just making this vacation more of a reality. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Because who doesn't want to just go to Germany, get drunk, and eat sausage? Right. Exactly. Uh, What sausage are you talking about? The food. (laughs) Okay. Michelle. you had to clarify like the food <laughs> yeah she can get oh that one later God, though that's been... <laughs> oh fuck i love having you on man thank you so thank much you. for doing hey, this man my pleasure you know you know i will come on anytime like i was with her last night you messaged me and i go babe babe no i go my love michelle <laughs> tom just texted me she goes who <laughs> my friend tom he wants me to be Ouch. on his podcast can i do it and she goes yeah, go ahead, whatever. This is like, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I go, it was six o'clock. Be okay. She goes, yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> she was falling asleep. Yeah. I tell her this today, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" It's <laughs> like, are you? It's no like, idea. Colin, it's like, Colin, are you drunk again? Are you? Is this? Is this? Are you just? Are you just like? What's? What are you talking about? I don't know. No, what she just, had the blankest face. Like she was. Like it was like I blindsided her with this. Just raised eyebrow, like what? <laughs> yeah, she did. No, she gave the straight like, "What is this? What? You just telling me now?" It's like I told you last night, and I even. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh? What? She doesn't remember the conversation, but. It's all good, you know. But yeah, no, Colin, once again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Shout out anything that's going on right now uh, to to the beautiful, beautiful Metal Robot listeners. Thrasher's Paradise is live back in studio starting Tuesday, May 31st on Indie 1015. You can hear me live mess up all the time. And if you hear laughing in the background, that's either my dad or my girlfriend. I don't know who yet, but we'll find out. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, make sure to tune in because I'm finally going to announce who won my awards from last year because I need, because I forgot. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. (laughs) I forgot. And it was one of those years where I listened to everything and was like, yeah, I don't know. I just went with it. It was just like, okay. And no one asked me, hey, nice. who won? It's like, I don't know. You decide. You decide. We're going to try and get the YouTube channel back on a roll with actual interviews. I still have mm-hmm. an interview I need to upload that I haven't yet that I just completely forgot about. It'll get uploaded eventually. I'm going to start interviewing again. Hopefully. It's just, I need I need in-person interviews. I will fully admit that I am done with doing interviews over Skype and Zoom for the time because that's all I've been that's all I've done mm-hmm. since March of 2020 I need human interaction I need to touch someone like poke <laughs> consensually of like, course consensually oh, yeah. we want to clarify that he means consensually uh, Tom what other way is there I'm not going to touch someone and then be like hey what the hell yeah no. exactly is the only I just want to make sure everyone's aware of that just yeah. make sure everyone's on the same yes yes <laughs> yes consent is key consent is uh, definitely key in this regard 
coming from the guy who in high school would continually tell his friends, no means yes, and yes means anal. And maybe means? Oh, I forget what maybe means. Oral. Oh, yeah, maybe means oral. <laughs> As you're saying maybe. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard some pretty messed up jokes from COVID and some of them are really messed up. Like, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Mm, what did she say? Glock, Glock. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one that got it immediately. For those who don't understand that joke, I'll, I'll let you ruminate on that for a little bit as we go into the next segment. So, Colin, once again, thank you for coming on the show. Talk about the best power metal bands. To the listener, what do you think are the best power metal bands of all time? Did we mention them in this episode or did we forget about them? Let me know. Shoot me a message on the socials at The Metal Robot on Facebook and Twitter at The Dot Metal Robot on Instagram. Or you can shoot me an email, tmckay at TheMetalRobot.com. That's T-M-C-K-A-Y at at TheMetalRobot.com. Stick around, we'll be right back with Demir Kiss right here on The Metal Robot Podcast. 15 plus artists. Multiple cultures. Multiple languages. One almost unpronounceable name. Homoyoisios. Homoyoisios. mother. What the fuck does it say? It's pronounced homoyoisios. How? There's 20 O's. It's Latin. What'd you expect? The ultimate collaboration project of 2022. Homoyoisios. A symphonic, death, blackened, thrashing, grooving core fest. What genres? Metal addicts call it symbiosis between extreme metal and classical music. Cult Metal Flick says cinematic landscapes collide with atmosphere. Tom McKay says, it's the reason my veins are filled with caffeine. Wait, what? I can't help it! I'd rather write awesome metal than sleep! Give me a fucking ambient, please! Call to the Demon Sultan is out now on all streaming platforms. And while you're at it, pick up some cool merch by going to metalrobotreviews.creatorspring.com or check the links in the podcast description. Stream now. You're listening to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. All right, welcome back to the show. Scott Wilson with Demircus is back with us to talk about the hiatus, the drive to return to the band, and what the future holds for the band after this new album, Chaotic Lethal, which came out earlier this May. Again, we're not doing news of the week this week. We will bring it back next week. It's just this week we wanted. To, I wanted to relax a little bit from that, especially with how fucking ugh, it, this entire week has been. So we're going to skip past that, but... Hope you will enjoy the rest of this interview. It's a great interview, and hopefully you'll check out that new album, Chaotic Lethal, which came out May 13th. Seriously, do check it out. It's actually really freaking good for a thrash metal album. All right, let's get into it. This is Scott Wilson of Demiricus, part two. After these 15 years, obviously you guys got pretty hyped again, especially with the reunion uh, show. Did it feel like it was a refreshing time? Like, okay, we took, we took our time off after all this shit. And now we're back. It's like, holy shit, newfound energy, newfound uh, love for love for the thrash, love for the music. Did you feel yeah. that when you got back into it? Absolutely. Uh, it was it's pretty fucked up, actually, too, because it's like, you know, there's uh, there's a 12 year gap here. But we got down in the basement and it was like no, there was like no time went by, you know, mm. and it's like uh, our our taste didn't change that much in the last 12 years. You know what I mean? And like uh, but I but we have like grown. Uh, you know, like and uh, matured or whatever. You know what I mean. I'm sure. fucking 45 years old at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So, uh, but dude, it was like uh, it, it was just like stepping right back into those old shoes, man. It didn't it didn't feel forced or stupid or fucking anything. It just felt great. And I, like I said, I love those dudes, man. They're my best friends. So like, you know, people are I don't people lately when we've been doing some interviews, they're all they're always just like, uh, you know, uh, are you hoping for success or some, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's like I already feel fucking successful, man. I get to make music in my fucking mid 40s with my best friends still like who, 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 who gets to do that? You no, know? exactly. Yeah. All yeah. right. Now let's talk about the new album, Three Chaotic Lethal. It's going to be released uh, by the time this uh, podcast goes up uh, and when it, when this goes up, what is the one thing that you're hoping the uh, listeners are experiencing with this album after 15 years of of waiting for number three or a or wondering if Demiricus would ever come back? 
man, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know what he's. Sorry, what do you is say that too to deep that? of a question? Is that is, well, did I go full I mean, blown I, like, like like Buddha here? Like, does that? <laughs> it's it's kind of a weird question because it's like you know I'm so inside it. It's like it's almost impossible for me to imagine what it's like for somebody else to listen to it. You know, well, I mean? even especially when when it comes to like given that we're recording this at least like a week before this goes live. Uh, so like, like the album hasn't even come out yet by the time we're recording this. So it's like, like trying to like third eye into the future. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what do you think? Please just, tell me it's uh, not bad. <laughs> there's like, uh, uh, there's like something that the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pinpoint like 1991 and mm-hmm. a few of those like years that were surrounding it had, you know what I mean? Like, a rise is coming out, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, uh, like painkiller is, you know, comes out or like, uh, it was, it's just like a lot of like really good, fucking fantastic, just thrashy, fast, mean, fucking gritty ass music coming out around then. And like, for me, that's the shit that's still like, uh, I, I, that, that's the shit that hit me like a ton of bricks and continues to, you know? Uh, that's the shit that I hold on to. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that like when people listen to that, they really get the same feeling that I get when I listen to like beneath the remains or, uh, you know, whatever seasons in the abyss or, uh, you know, name, name something from that era, you know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, oh God, from that era, Ooh. kill them all. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A little earlier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah. Eighties, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, 80s start to blend together for me. It's like timelines are weird. <laughs> so. They are. They are. They are. And a lot of, a lot of it has to do with when you're, when you're born. Cause like, you know, I, I can have a conversation about metal with somebody who's two years older than I am and two years younger than I am. And the, the like perception of uh, what was important is completely fucking different. You know what I mean? Right. True. Uh, yeah. Cause I, you know, cause when I grew up, like new metal was the big thing, uh, like system of a down and, uh, and, uh, slipknot evanescence. I'm sorry. I'm showing my age here. Is that- <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, to me, it was like, that was, I, I don't know. When those things came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? this I don't know, like, you know what it's I mean? getting like, played this- on fucking MTV and everything. This- and if people was just like, why? <laughs> Hey, you know what? I don't like, even like even though that's what I grew up that like the era I grew up in, even I'm just like, the the 80s and 90s were better. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, to me, they just were, you know, I, you know, but, but that's when I was the most impressionable, you know? Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to fucking say that, especially as like an old man. I'm going to, I'm going to say the, like, the typical shit. Just yeah, like, it's like oh, back yeah. in my day, this you was guys, the shit. It's so much yeah, better. Yeah. It's fucking typical. It sounds typical. I hate saying it, but I mean, what can I do, you know? Well, it's like, no, because like that, like that's, that's the stuff that you grew up with. And that's more like a psychology thing is like the stuff you grew up with, like what that you were exposed to at like around 13 or so, as you were still like growing up, that's the shit that you resonate with the most. Uh, and that's just people in general, which is why like, yeah, that's for, for you, like the eighties and nineties would have been like the best shit. I mean, all for me, I'd like, I remember fucking slipknot. I remember system of a down when that was all happening. Uh, well, no, actually, Timelines are weird again. Uh, when it's like the late 2000s, early 2010s were happening, it was like all that stuff is really like what shaped my musical interest. And it, it's like just human psychology in general. That's why it, it's, it's uh, so different between different generations. Yeah. But it's always interesting. And it also makes yeah. me hard. It makes it hard for me to, uh, not that I want to talk shit, but it makes me like, I understand that. So like, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I never really shit on people for their taste. Cause a lot of it, it almost isn't their fault. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, hey, hey, you know what? It's okay. Cause like we, like we got limp biscuits. So you know what? Your generation's obviously better. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, we got the raw end of the stick. Okay. Like we, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys won by a fucking mile. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of goes back to, uh, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about the tech shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, uh, you, you hear those albums from back then before all the pro tools and all that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, these, th- these are like fucking human beings pour- pouring their heart and soul into this. You know what I mean? And you can, you can hear it. You can feel it. At least I can. Um, and I think, I, I think the answer to that question is I hope that we've made an album that uh, has like a human connection that you can feel 
when you when you when you hear it. You know what I mean? And I like I I, I always I always I say this like uh, when something sounds believable. You know, like when I, uh, like I believe this guy. I I mm-hmm. uh, you know because I I don't know a lot of a lot of stuff sounds plastic or whatever uh, to me. Uh, these days but uh when someone is like trying to drive home like when you can hear the conviction in their voice or whatever which uh i i would say uh nate did a really really fucking fantastic job on this album too so i i just you know there's a lot of i hope people can feel uh kind of the human condition of it inside of it you know yeah, well, I can tell you right now, I think you in from my experience at least, I think you succeeded in that for sure. You can definitely feel all the instruments involved with it. And again, that goes back to like like uh like the music of the 80s and 90s when it was like back then it wasn't not a lot was recorded digitally. Like it didn't happen digitally until like maybe the late 90s. I I'm I'm not entirely sure, but everything was like back then it was on tape. Like yeah. or yeah, it was like on, it was like recorded on tape. You could you could edit it, but that would take fucking like uh, it was really expensive. And if you tried re-recording over the tape too many times, it would ruin the tape. Like there's so quality. much shit that would just cause so many problems. So the human element, of course, was there. And I think yeah. you definitely, I think, captured that with three, uh, at least in my personal opinion. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I don't, you know, I don't want to sit here and. Uh, you know, because we did use, you know, modern technology to record. Yeah, the thing. No, it's, not like, you know, it's not like we did it all the tape or whatever, but I, you know, but the, uh, I, I hope we captured something that is uh, pretty genuine, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I hope we did. I yeah. think we did. When I listen to it, I, I, it feels, it feels that way to me. So I'm. Yeah. All right, so I do want to pull a quote here from the uh, promo here. So in the promo, you said, uh, quote, it's been 15 years since we've released a record. We are so unbelievably proud of this one. And this is the Demiricus record we've always wanted to make. Prepare yourselves. It's a fucking monster. Now, my question for that is, uh, do you consider three to be uh, Demiricus's, I guess, magnum opus? Or and do you feel this way about the other two records as well? Uh, the way I interpret that, or at least the way that I feel about three is, uh, so, and I, uh, again, I don't mean to talk shit. This is how things worked, uh, mm. back. This is how things work in the music industry. Usually you get signed to a nice label. There's a lot of money thrown around. Suddenly you're on a time schedule, mm. uh, that, uh, is uh, sort of in your hands, but kind of, there's a lot of pressure. So, you know, hiring producer that you're paying like $25,000 for you get a month in the studio. It better be done by then. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, with this one, I feel like we got, uh, more, a, a performance that's more us than we've ever gotten before. And it's because, uh, I mean, it's simply because of the people that we were able to work with and the amount of time that we were able to put into it. So, uh, with post recordings, uh, they're friends of ours. They're in town. They're kind of a smaller label, which I think is fucking perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it's, I think it's a really good decision for them and for us. Uh, but they're, <clears throat> you know, they they wanted to get the best product that they could possibly get, and so did we. And they were very patient with us, you know. And then same with uh, 1857 Studios. Uh, Wes Heaton is our uh, is, was our producer engineer, and. Uh, he was also very, very patient with us and, uh, do, and we took our sweet time getting it to, you know, so I think when you read that promo, you know I mean? You, you gotta, you gotta write a promo. You gotta say something. But if I was gonna, if I was going to, uh, <laughs> interpret it, I would say that we had the time and the means to make this, uh, sound like us. This is fucking, this is more who we are than we've ever been on, this, on those other two albums. Uh, you know, so what, what would uh, and you it's say? Raw sorry, as fuck and, sorry. Yeah, sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, and it's raw as fuck, and it's a total beatdown. And I, uh, I, 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 if I didn't feel this way, then then uh, it mm. would mean that we did something wrong. But I do feel like it's easily our best album. What would you say musically has changed between two and three? Uh, um. Man, that's a good question. Um, 
I think, I think three is more of a cohesive uh, product. Mm. I, I, everything ebbs and flows in this way uh, it sounds like it all belongs together without all sounding alike. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think on, I think on one and two, you know, it's like we uh, I'm not sure how much variety there is in there and I'm not, I'm not sure how much uh, of a cohesive uh, thing we got with those albums. You know what I mean? But I feel like this album feels like, uh, like a solid entity or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This thing, all of these songs fit perfectly to make a whole piece. So, I yeah, I definitely agree with that one with uh, three. And uh, you know, with that in mind, I, I want I did want to ask about the uh, about faith crime. The last song of the album, the closing track, is also con- uh, coincidentally the longest song off this album, running over nine minutes long. Now, yeah. there are usually, I, I'm going to go into this super quick, but usually with death and thrash albums, longer songs don't always go well because most of the time it's uh, just a product of not knowing when to stop writing. I've experienced that myself. Uh, do you feel that that's what happened here or no? Was Faith Crime supposed to be a longer song? Was that intentional? Uh, yes, uh, I, I think it was half intentional. Um, really? Uh, that's a weird way to put it, I guess. I don't, I, I, <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't, we w- wanted to write a longer song, but we were trying to go dream theater and go 25 well, minutes. No, 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 we, no, said, yeah. we settled on nine. <laughs> I, well, I, I think when we were like, when, when we were like, okay, songs done or whatever, let's time it out. You know, we were like <laughs> nine fucking minutes. Holy <laughs> shit. What are we doing? You know what I mean? But, uh, and it, you know, and it is, I, there's like, I, I don't know. I think that's like, uh, that's one of those things where it's like, all right, we're, we're trying to mix it up. We're trying to make it kind of a roller coaster, but one solid, nice roller coaster. So you get, there's a lot of ebb and flow in there, but then, uh, you know, you've got the, uh, you've got the, the magnum opus at the end there, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> I was, I was worried about it, uh, because I do, I have bought albums. Uh, and I, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't, I, I, I hesitate to name names, but I have bought albums where I've been like, what the fuck? This song could have been three minutes. Why is it seven? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but you know, there's a, there's a lot of quick bangers in there. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's even like, there's a lot of fucking, there's some industrial influences in there. There's, uh, but I don't know. I think we just wanted to close it out with, uh, maybe something a little bit more epic than, some of the other tunes that are on there, if that makes sense. Well, so we'll take you on a journey there at the end, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I know for me, like whenever I'm reviewing albums, I know for me is like the ending is usually like if we, if for whatever reason, an album I'm listening to is like, holy shit, this is dragging on for so fucking long. Or it's just like, it's really bad. The ending usually saves the album for me because it's like, okay, we went through some shit, but holy fuck, we close on such a high note. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, that in that case, like Faith Crime is a great closing track at that point. I'm glad you feel that way. Uh, <laughs> my wife just got home. Uh, Hello. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad I, we felt the same way. Obviously, I, uh, that was, I, I don't know why, but I think we always thought that was like from the beginning of writing that song, we felt like it was going to be the closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I had that, I had that one riff at the beginning. Um, uh, it's uh, the kind of like uh, slower kind of picked out uh, riff at the beginning mm-hmm. and uh, I think once everybody kind of heard that you know I was just sticking around or what like I, I I had written it but I didn't know I didn't have any plans for it or whatever and I was just planted it at practice I mean, Dustin's mind was just like okay we're gonna make this into something you know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay. we're going to expand its horizons <laughs> yeah and then like a month or two later suddenly we got this fucking nine minute song that, you know, <laughs> uh, that has to go at the end you don't put that in the middle no, so yeah. halfway through let's drag out like the <laughs> yeah but it does it kind of like ends on this fucking static like this massive static kind of like explosion just 
you know, we're like the whole, you can tell it's just done fucking album done. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it worked out. I think it did you too. Know? Yeah. So I have a, I, I did uh, go on uh, Twitter at the metal robot and I did ask for questions. I got, uh, I got one. Uh, Curtis wants to know poutine yeah. or beaver tail. Poutine or beaver tail. That, that was his only question. And like keep in mind, me, we're both Canadian. Put- so if you don't know what poutine is, our feelings will be hurt. I know what poutine is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've never had beaver tail. I think I, I I guess I'd have to go with poutine, but I'm not, I, I don't think I would eat poutine. by sure how much I would. I'm not. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm not sure how much I would enjoy either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, I, in fairness, I don't think I've had beaver tail either. As soon as I saw Curtis's question, I'm like, the fuck is beaver tail? <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I've never been, uh, I'm not a, I haven't been a huge meat eater or I'm mostly vegetarian for like most of my life. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, those two are kind of off limits anyways, but, uh, I worked at a restaurant that sold poutine. So I know what that involves, you know? Yeah. Well, unless you get like a really good, like, uh, vegan gravy, like those do exist. I don't know if yeah. they're good though. I've never tried they're, them. Uh, they're, they're not as good. Nah. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> My wife does really good though. To be honest yeah. With you. She makes a lot of vegan treats that are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Some husband points there. Hell yeah. All right. So my last question for you is, and this is a very important question. I always ask all my guests, if you could be any cereal box character, who would you be? Uh uh. <laughs> oh, oh well, that man, there's so many to go. I'll see your uh Everyone always struggles with this question. I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to go with Count Chocula just because he's like he's like the all, he's like the most metal one there is. But that, that's, the, that's the only one I could think of. I don't, I don't, you know, what comes to mind? Lucky Charms or like the bee from Cheerios? I don't, you know, bees die if they sting. Tony somebody, the Tiger you know? or like oh, the Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam, the rabbit, but he never gets anything that he wants. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go with count Chocula. You know what I mean? And kind of wrap it into like a Bram Stoker's Dracula cereal kind of a thing. You know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Tie it right. into that. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, I really do appreciate your time. If you, you have about i uh, I'll give you a, a few seconds here. Shout out whatever's going on, whatever's coming up with Demiricus or with you, you have the floor. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt this is going to come out in time, but, uh, we're opening for immolation next Monday, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. We got a, uh, on the 21st, we're doing a Indianapolis home show, kind of an album release thing. Uh, the, uh, three chaotic lethal comes out on the 13th of May. Um, I, I would love to shout out to, uh, post recordings for, like I said, being patient and being beautiful human beings and dealing with us and uh, Wes Heaton and Cameron over at uh, 1857 studios for uh, dealing with us. Uh, like I said, being patient and being really good at what you do. Um, and uh, I wanted to say uh, there's a band in town, also good friends of ours. Uh, and even if they weren't good friends of ours, take out all the bias uh, obscene. Uh, they're about to drop an album in May here too. And it's going to be a fucking ripper. They, uh, if you haven't checked them out, they, uh, there's two singles online right now, but I think it comes, I think it comes out. Uh, I want to say the 20th or something like that in May, but that shit's dope as fuck. Okay. Well, Scott, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Thanks once again, Scott. That was Scott Wilson of Demiracus right here on the Metal Robot Podcast. Go check out Chaotic Lethal if you have not done so already. Support the bands, get their merch, because, oh my God, if they go on another hiatus, I think fans will scream. Let's wrap things up right here. This is the Metal Robot Podcast. You just listened to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. 
Another show in the books. So let me tell you what's coming up in the next episode. Andrew Stromstad, the mastermind behind Box's upcoming avant-garde album, Cherry Blossoms at Night, will be joining us to talk all about that and much, much more. As well, we're going to get into the topic of musicians and social media, why the pressure to stay relevant is so strong nowadays. If you're a musician and you want to talk more about that, by all means, shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you all about this. In the meantime, thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow the show on the internet, YouTube, Metal Robot Reviews, Facebook and Twitter at The Metal Robot, Instagram at The Dot Metal Robot. You can also check out everything Metal Robot on TheMetalRobot.com for videos, podcasts, press, and so much more. I'm Don McKay. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'll see you in the mosh pit next time. Have a good night. Thank you.